Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Direct, hard hitting, no holds barred. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. So one thing I will not do, or one thing I will never do, is try to ride a dead horse to win the Kentucky Derby. It doesn't work. You're going to be back there in the starting gate with a horse with no pulse. I uh, This morning I thought, should I talk about the Super Bowl? Should I not? I guess I better because it's Super Bowl Sunday. And there's a lot of stuff being talked about. There's a huge amount of money involved. Lady Gaga's going to be there at uh, halftime, and she'll probably take a shot at Trump because that's what the... Hollywoodistas do, and if she didn't, she would be persona non grata with the rest of her peers. That's the word I was looking for, with the rest of her peers. So she'll have to take a shot at Donald Trump. So I thought, all right, all right Roy, let's uh, let's let's do this. Let's take the the uh, the Brady Kaepernick question because I've heard that debated a great deal. Now I heard it a great on American radio, not on Canadian radio, but I heard it on American radio, and it was a big deal about whether Brady's more irritating because he supports Donald Trump and he's a friend of Trump's and Kaepernick is more irritating because he will not stand for the national anthem. For me, it's just a no-brainer, as I said before, Kaepernick. I just, I have no time for that stuff. Zero, zero time. And uh, as far as Lady Gaga's concerned, I've already said my piece and turn you back on her. If she, uh, if she takes off on the president of the United States, whether you like him or not, there's been enough of that stuff now. So if she starts it at halftime at the Super Bowl, just turn, I hope people turn their backs on her. They won't, but I hope they will. And I'm pretty sure she will do this. So uh, we have not aired a segment on this program for years that has not filled the phone lines, quite literally, for years. And I'm never going to BS you. There is... Uh, no interest in the Super Bowl issue or discussion. So, like I said, I'm not going to try to ride a dead horse in a competition with Secretariat because I know where I'm going to finish. Hey, wait up. Hey, wait up. Not giddy up, wait up. So what we're going to do for the uh, 20-odd minutes we have remaining in this uh, in this hour, and Mark, thank you very much. It's not you, Mark. It wasn't Yosti. I know he's listening. Don't feel bad. He gave us great information. What I want to do for the remaining 20 minutes is go back to the issue that we were talking about at the top of the show that had every, every line just jammed. 
and it does every time we talk about it. And that is the response there has been since the awful, horrific shooting in Saint-Foix, Quebec. The six Muslim men who were murdered, allegedly by this 27-year-old who's charged, have to say allegedly until such time as he's either convicted or he's found not guilty. That's not going to happen, but that's the law. And it has once again raised the issue of acceptance of newcomers to Canada. And we have the Prime Minister of Canada, we have the Premier of Quebec, we have other premiers from other provinces talking about how there has to be and how Canadians must be accepting of newcomers because diversity is our strength as the Prime Minister likes to say, as Justin Trudeau says. And I'm, I'm always going to be honest with you. I was listening to Mr. Trudeau, and I was listening to Mr. Cuillard, and I was listening to others speaking, and I thought, you can't do what you need to do, and that is engage people in, in, in conversation and in debate, but I can And so 1-800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428. Oh, yeah, now you want to talk about the Super Bowl. Um, that's gone. We're done. No Super Bowl. Done. You can uh, just explain to Kelly that we're not talking about the Super Bowl. 1-800-263-2428 is the number. And I'm going to come back to the question that I asked. And really is, it is this. Are you accepting accepting of newcomers to Canada? And do you agree or disagree with the Prime Minister and Premiers and other government officials who declare that diversity is Canada's strength? All right. Do you agree with, do you agree with that statement, that diversity is Canada's strength? Most of our callers in the first hour challenged the Prime Minister, challenged the immigration reality, challenged what has been said by, by public officials. Not that they don't like people, but what we heard was we feel that too much is being changed about the way we have always done things in Canada, if I may paraphrase. And jobs are going to people who've just arrived. When I can't get the job, and I've lived here all my life, I think those were the two most repeated Opposing viewpoints. Opposing to what the Prime Minister said and what the Premier said. So, are you accepting of newcomers to this country? And since the issue seems to eventually uh, get around to discussing and, and, and mentioning the Muslim immigrants and newcomers. How do you feel about Muslims in this country? And if you're Muslim, you call too and, and tell us, please, how, do, how, are you, how, are you, how are you responded to? 
How are you received in Canada? Is it a is it a is it a demographic issue? Do 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 younger Canadians are younger Canadians more accepting than older Canadians? I don't know. I'm asking. One eight hundred two six three twenty four twenty eight Green Show Chorus Radio Network. How do you feel about newcomers to Canada? The easy thing is to avoid the question or or to not take calls, but ride the edge of the envelope. I won't do that. Because if you don't go to the edge, you will never have an honest discussion, ever. You'll wander around in safe territory, and then when the show's over, you'll say, yeah, they didn't talk about that. No, they didn't talk about what's important. No, they just talked about the safe stuff. Craig is in Barrie, Ontario. Craig, how are you, sir? I'm very good. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for the call. Um, I agree that we should take in all kinds of people from all kinds of different countries as long as they share our same basic values. Diversity is not a strength. Uh, most of the, the strongest countries, the most uh, uh, homogeneous countries in the world are do the best. Uh, look at, take a look at Japan. Take a look at China. I mean, diversity of thought in some ways or diversity of culture are two different things um your basic core beliefs in tolerance and acceptance and all that thing that's that's the basic core belief of everyone because if you don't have those core beliefs and you bring people in that don't have those core beliefs then diversity just means that you're going to end up a government is going to end up having to try and appease diverse uh diverse needs and diverse wants and that's how you get the the politics of division where, where one group wants this, one group wants that, one group wants this. In, like, like I said, Japan is a perfect example where everyone basically wants and needs the same thing, and they thrive because of it. Um, it was forever, it's been forever been the case that political parties and governments use immigration as a tool for votes. This isn't anything new. This has been done for eons. And what they try to do is they try to create some level of dependence on the government or some gratitude component where you feel like, boy, they let me into the country. The liberals let me in or the conservatives let me in, depending on who it was. And so I owe them my allegiance, uh, my votes, and they play on that. The political parties play on that. And And that is happening now. And it will always happen. It will always happen. But... Your feeling is, let me ask you this, the number of 300,000, you say you're welcoming of, of, uh, of immigrants, but you want the immigrants to accept the values that are here. So the melting pot, you want the melting pot reality and not the multiculturalism or, you know, official multiculturalism re- reality. Is the 300,000 number, the 1% of the national population annually, something that you're comfortable with or is that too too big a number? It's way too big a number. I, I, you know, I mean, we don't need... I, I don't want to really go down this road, but but the population of this planet is exploding. We really, really, I mean, we've got it great in Canada. We've got the, you know, we've got a a, a comfortable number of people. Thirty six million. Yeah, and our and our climate can handle it. Our our economy, our ecology can can handle that number of people. I don't know that we can handle uh, another forty, fifty, sixty million people who can't be moved up north because no one's going to move way up north. Everyone's got to be down along this southern latitude. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, I mean, look at the congestion in places like Toronto, Vancouver, uh, Montreal. Um, I don't know. I mean, how, how big do we really want to go? Yeah, I don't think I think the 300,000 number is, is too large. And there's no political party that's been able or any government that's been able to satisfactorily explain why the number is there other than it's a manipulated number for them. It's, it's another opportunity to generate votes. We should also have a situation and it's not allowed constitutionally or the, I think it's the charter that doesn't allow it. But what we sh- what this country should do is recognize where there are needs and then and various politicians have proposed this from time to time and then. Take someone, take someone who's coming from another part of the world and has a particular skill that's required in a specific part of Canada and say to them, look, your skills are required in Canada, but they're not required in Toronto. They're not required in Montreal. They're not required in in, uh, in, in Vancouver. But they are required in Halifax, Nova Scotia. So if you want to get into the country and you want to get into the country quickly, agree to go to Halifax and practice that particular skill that's required. And we will ask you to stay there for three to five years, whatever the number is. And then after that, you're free to travel anywhere in Canada. By that time, the people will have laid down roots in that community, and they won't want to move. And oh, every, everybody's needs will be served. I, I agree. I mean, it's very much like a business. Or look at the armed forces. If you go take a look at the recruiting in the armed forces, there's certain skills they need and certain skills they don't need. And when they don't need them, they're not hiring. When they're not, you know, they're not bringing more people in the armed forces just for the fun of it. You know, and same with any business or factory or, you know, whatever. People, you need what you need. And if you don't need it, what is the point of bringing it in? Thank you. I appreciate your call, Craig. Have a great day. You too. It's Roy Greenshaw on the Cordless Radio Network, 1-800-263-2428. More of this discussion. And if you want to throw in a Super Bowl prediction while you're at it, feel free to do so. We'll come back with more calls.